Greetings. Welcome to the Power for Positive Living podcast. My name is James Huey. I facilitate Friendship's personal growth education services and also serve as host for these podcasts, offering openness and caring through the gifts of listening hospitality. I invite you to join me here on Friendship Podcast Radio as we explore diverse topics to enrich the quality of your life, power for positive living, and friendship. Listening is loving. It is the most frequently listened to broadcast in the entire Power for Positive Living podcast series. To me, this means that it would benefit from maybe a revisitation. My question now is, is listening still loving at this point in our lives? How many people in your world do you consider to be good listeners? How many of these same people would consider you to be a good listener? Any similarity in the names? Do you and your friends consider each other to be good listeners? It is probably fair to say that most of us believe that the world is short of people who care to listen to us. It is rare for any of us not to have at least once complained in our lives that we are irritated or angry when a specific person chooses not to listen to us, especially since we usually have something important to say, or at least we believe that we have something important to say. And it's irritating when someone else does not share that same perception. There are many ways to show others that we care for them and that we love them as family and friends. One of the most valued ways to me is when we convey this love and choose to give another person the gift of our time and energy to listening to them. I personally know of no other way for me to give the gift of listening, love, without investing time and energy. It does take work. Because this gift of listening often appears so simplistic and often seems so easy to give, we often overlook its value in expressing our love for another. I believe when we decide to listen to someone, we also decide to give him or her a gift of human love. Lots has been written about the skills of active and passive listening. Is one method any better or more effective in conveying our caring than the other? Is one way easier for us to externally demonstrate that our listening is a gift of love? I personally believe that each of us chooses the specific qualities present in our own individual gift of loving another. When we choose to love another, we choose the specific ways and qualities that will be present in our gift. Active listening usually includes the exchange of words, thoughts, feelings, beliefs, etc., 
we use various methods to structure an atmosphere where people can freely express themselves. We ask questions not for the answers we want to hear, but to encourage another to seek a personal answer that will allow him or her to understand better their own self-image. With active listening, our comments are offered to encourage people to talk about themselves. We can offer statements that reflect our understanding of what is being said. We can offer these reflections in an effort to help the individual better clarify their responses. After all, they can decide how they wish to give us information if they better understand what we are hearing or what we have already heard. We can offer encouragement with statements like, tell me more about that, or what was meant when you used this word. Active listening is not about offering the answer or the way or to speak with words like should or must. It is not giving directions to people, but active listening is about listening for the individual to seek and find the answer that fits them. With active listening, we can use eye contact and body posture to indicate that we are ready and really are listening to the person. We are not just sitting there waiting for them to finish their thoughts so that we can move on to what a lot of people would consider more important, what I have to say. I am always amazed at the number of people who give me cues visually that they are waiting for me to finish talking so they can get on to the important thing, and that is what they have to say. It is obvious, but I shall say it. For me, I do not text while I am listening. I do not drive while I am listening. I do not eat when I am listening. I seek to listen when I am listening. The way we choose to indicate our gift of listening to another depends on the traits of that individual. Just as we purchase gifts individually, Rather than to try to purchase a gift where one gift fits all, our gift of listening should also be individualized. Individualized for the receiver of the gift of listening as well as for the giver. It helps if I can individualize my gift to you on what I believe fits me. It helps also in our communication if I pay attention to what would be helpful for you whenever I listen to you. Am I listening to what is important to you or am I detracted or distracted by external noise, whether that be physical, emotional, social? Sometimes an individual prefers the gift of passive listening. With this form of listening, we usually rely more on nonverbal cues to indicate that we are present. We are actually here in the room and our mind is not off on what we are going to do whenever we leave you. 
These cues are trying to indicate to you that we care and we are closely listening to what is being said. If we also enrich the gift, we can strive to hear what you are not saying and integrate that into our gift for you. Nonverbal cues can be offered by nodding of the head, smiling, leaning forward to be closer to the person, often offering such short phrases like, yeah, I see that, or being willing to sit in silence. This last one is really a challenge for so many people in our culture to actually be with someone and to remain silent so that the person is not rushed, is not pressured to coming up with verbalizations just to fill in the silence. Giving the gift of silence is a gift. Passive listening is also focused on attempting to minimize the chance that our words can interfere with our gifts of listening. So once again, the nonverbal cues are there so that we can not let the words interfere with the total gift, the total package that we are offering through the gift of listening. Yes, there is active listening with more verbal exchanges. The challenge is to keep the focus on listening. Listening without competition, without competitive word games, or to slide into an activity like pastiming, where one uses words to do just that, pastime. One of the realities in our world is that most people think about me far less frequently than I do. I'm the only one who is with me 24 hours every single day. And yet sometimes that reality escapes me in that I think people are thinking about me far more frequently than they are. When I, James Huey, find a true listener who loves me by listening, I respond positively to that treasure. Sometimes I'm surprised. Sometimes I'm actually amazed but I always respond positively when that treasure is uncovered. And when I want to convey my love for another, I tell them what I am thinking of them before myself. I am sharing my focus on them. My focus is not on me. I am giving them the gift of listening that is focused on meeting their needs, not me. If you have more that you would like to explore in this area of listening, please feel free to review the content entitled Listening is Loving. My question that I ask, is listening still loving? Well, from the comments that I'm putting here today, you can see that I still believe after all of these years and decades that one of the most valuable gifts that I as a human being have to give to you or to anyone, is the gift of listening. We're going to move along and focus on listening being a truly rare gift. 
a treasure to be given and received from the important people, the significant people in our lives. So as we grow older and have more experiences, we generally find ourselves changing in what we value in giving and receiving with our family and friends. When asked what we want to receive most from others, our society encourages us to answer with a focus on material items. I eventually realize that what I'm truly seeking is rare, an accepting and non-judgmental listener, a person who truly allows me, James Huey, to be myself. My experience also shows that most are looking for that person who will offer the gift of what I call listening hospitality. It's a phrase that has been pulled together and seems to incorporate all of the characteristics that I consider so valuable when we discuss the whole area of listening to others. I find that most people are seeking someone actively listening to them versus a person who keeps quiet while their mind wanders or is busy composing their own reply until we pause. We seek a person who understands the feelings, the words, the importance of our psychic joy and pain. Not just the uh, behavioral narrative, but the emotions and the inner psyche of who we are as individuals. When many of us enter a room, we can usually see who offers a positive atmosphere and is carrying an invisible sign that says something like, I want to listen to you. I would like to hear more about your story. You look interesting. Equally noticeable is the invisible sign that says, what I have to say is more important than what you want to talk about. Which sign are you more attracted to? I want to listen to you, understand your story, get to know you better, or you really don't have anything important, but if you come over here and listen to me, I will tell you what really is important in our lives. I believe that we all carry these invisible signs that convey to others our values and what others can expect from us. And we all have invisible signs, I believe. And we all have values and expectations of what we can give and what we would like to receive from others. And we are more skilled in reading these signs from others than we may realize. A lot of people do not even realize they read these nonverbal cues or invisible signs. We are sometimes unsure of why we are attracted to certain types of signs, certain types of cues, just as we tend to reject certain other signs or certain other nonverbal cues. One question that I often use for personal growth is, what do I write on my invisible sign when I am first meeting others? What kind of message do I offer for the other person to consider? To me, listening is far more important than being quiet while another talks. It requires an active focus on the other person's words and nonverbal language. It avoids distracting thoughts of preparing what to say when the other person pauses for air. 
Now, we've mentioned this in several different ways in this podcast, but I'll say it again. Listening is far more than being quiet. It requires an active focus on the other person's words and their nonverbal language. And the goal and challenge for us is to avoid distracting thoughts or to spend this, quote, time listening, thinking of what am I going to say when he or she pauses for air. I believe when we give the gift of listening to others, our conversation is not a competitive event. It is not a competition to see who is going to be declared the winner by talking or the loser by putting themselves into the listener role. Our gift is to behave and believe that what others have to say is as important as what we have to offer. We have no need to demonstrate our wit, our knowledge, our intelligence in true active listening. Now, non-believers of this, in this particular behavior, tend to face my conversational boundaries from a previous podcast and say, it doesn't work. I believe that we do have no need to demonstrate all that we bring into the listening exchange. Other people have a belief that is different. They face the conversation that if it's not all about me, it's not worth talking about. One guideline that may be helpful is to remember that seldom do people care about how much we know, but they do know and value about how much we care. Sometimes I remember some of the things that I was thinking and doing when I first received my doctoral degree, thinking somehow I really had gotten smart. Fortunately, I was put with a group of ninth graders, and they taught me the balance of life that was far beyond the academic world. One of the things I like to do in teaching would sometimes I would stop in the middle of a thought and ask a student, quote, what did I just say? This exercise of question asking gives each of us the opportunity to evaluate whether we are truly listening to other people or are we just passing time with our minds focused elsewhere. It is amazing the difference whenever I am talking and like here on this podcast. If I were to just put the pause button and say, okay, what am I talking about? What did you hear? What did I just say? Has your mind already wandered to what you want to do whenever this podcast is finished? Have you been able to internalize some of the points and say, I want to pay attention and reflect deeper? Or am I waiting for it to finish and then end? How do I respond when someone says, what did he or she just say? Can I honestly listen to someone and continually ask myself, what is she or he saying? I believe this is a two-way street, and one of the little internal techniques that I use to challenge and invigorate my own listening skill. I encourage you to practice giving the rare gift of listening hospitality. I encourage you to check yourself by checking to see 
Do I understand what I have just finished talking about? Do I have any idea about what James Huey has just said? Listening to me still is one of the most life-energizing gifts. It is a gift of joy for all of us to give one another. One of the most challenging tasks that many of us face is to convey an abstract or non-physical concept to another. Listening certainly qualifies to that description. It can be an abstract and it can be a non-physical concept. It can be difficult to have someone understand something that is not easily seen or touched and has no odor or sound. An idea that does not fit into a person's, quote, norm of life can test the creativity of anyone who is trying to have another person understand. And sometimes that's the way it is with striving and emphasizing that, yes, listening is still a way of loving and is about as concrete as the whole word love conveys itself. Listen, love. Both start with L. Both of them tend to be very similar in that they can be difficult to convey. And once again, since we've emphasized many times, one size does not fit all. One foundation of these particular Power for Positive Living podcasts is to build on the concept of listening hospitality. To build on this concept with the belief that true listening to another person is a rare but a very valuable gift. It is so valuable because it is so rare. I started teaching in the ninth grade, and one of the first things I learned was just because my students were quiet, I made the assumption that they were listening. Many people still see listening as basically not talking. So it can be difficult to convey the unique value of caring that listening can convey. If you are to talk and understand this concept of listening, I encourage you to talk with a hairstylist, a barber, a bartender, a salesperson, or almost anyone who deals with the public. You will learn that much of their daily job involves listening to other people. Regardless of what their job description says, their job is to listen for them to be able to perform the function for which they are being paid. Certain life roles require the skills of conversation. If you attend a social gathering like a party or an organizational one like a church, you soon realize that the leaders and the ones who are like the most also tend to be the ones who are skilled in listening to other people. These individuals are at the center of any subgroups because people like being with them. They listen to them because they are listened to by them. There is a reciprocity for the person to evolve into being a leader. As we often say here at Friendship, a leader is basically anyone who has followers. So if someone is being followed, if someone is being paid attention to, if someone is liked, 
The odds are they have developed the skills, talents, and interest in being an effective listener. There are people in our world who have a difficulty recognizing their mouth should remain closed in some aspects of dialogue. After all, there's a saying that we all have two eyes, we have two ears, and we only have one mouth. But do we use them in that proportion? Yes, we do live in a society that rewards talking, which makes finding a true and caring listener even more rare for us. We are not going to change society. We're not going to change the value that others find in talking. But we can make choices on where we are going to find the answers that we ourselves are looking to live a more positive and healthy lifestyle. When you're offering the gift of listening hospitality without any prerequisites, I believe that you can remind yourself what a loving and powerful gift you are truly giving, even when many, if not most, do not truly understand the concept. Yes, I believe that listening is definitely a part of loving. Well, folks, this is your host, James Huey. I hope that all that I share during these podcasts are received as a gift from me to you, you, the listeners. My comments remain my own views and experiences are offered for you to consider. May you find them of some value as you make personal life choices for your own positive lifestyle. Not to emulate my lifestyle, but to find the information of value as you choose for yourself. I thank you for listening to me on this podcast of Wellness Psychology. And your positive feedback sent by email is deeply appreciated. Please join me next week as we continue to explore topics to enrich the quality of your life. Until next time, here on Friendship Podcast Radio, so long, and please continue to nurture yourself as the unique individual that I believe you are.